Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Slay. Have to stop saying slay, and yet I won't. I'm not going to do it. Never stop slaying. Never stop saying you slaying. Oh, God. I, I always have TikTok audios that I want to ask you about, but I'm just going to describe it to you that they've okay. taken. Okay. You ever seen The Prince of Egypt? Great movie, by the way. Love that movie. Love Such that a movie. good movie. You know oh. what? Do for a rewatch that movie. You know what? Let's do a rewatch of that movie. Mm. Um, okay. So Pharaoh's like, my father was a great man. And Moses says, his hands bore the blood of thousands of children. And then um, Ramses goes, slaves. They cut it on TikTok. So it's his hands bore the blood of thousands of children. Slay. And it <laughs> makes me laugh every time. You know what? I will go looking for that one because that does sound really joyous to me. It's so stupid and it cracks me up. Also, people did not know it was from the Prince of Egypt when they found out they were like, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's Voldemort? Anyways. Oh my God, it's such a good movie. It's such a good movie. It actually gives me the chills at the end when they sing that song and they're like escaping and then they start singing Micha Mocha and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. It really makes me emotional. <laughs> Anyways. I feel like that story applies to every religion. Yeah. Don't even the, like, like um, escaping adversity story. Well, all of the Abrahamic religions, like even yeah. the Mus Muslims, don't they believe in the Moses story? Well, the Old Testament is pretty much agreed upon by the Abrahamic religions. And then it mm -hmm. sort of diverts after that. Like Jews mm -hmm. don't have the New Testament. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder which one is the oldest. Judaism. Well, I know Judaism, yeah, <laughs> that one is, but like of Christianity and... When was Christianity invented? Like zero? <laughs> oh, yeah. Zero. Because before Christ BC. That's crazy. Imagine you get born and then like the whole world changes its counting system. Actually, they started calling it that, I think, in like 60 BC. I think they were calling it something else while he was alive. I don't know. Yeah, I totally. Something yeah. else about it. Recently. Yeah, <laughs> Muhammad received his first revelation in the year 610. I was also listening to this thing about how they didn't like the Christians because they would try to get other people to convert and like Jewish people never did that. They kind of just like... Yeah, conversion is not a part yeah. of Judaism. We're kind of like, mm, you kind of have to be born into it. Um, mm. <laughs> why are you hating from outside the club? You can't even get in. Like that's kind <laughs> of like the, the vibe. We literally do just want to be left alone and people are always like, kill them. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and Jews don't, um, well, I mean, I don't do this, but like there's a non-Jesus calendar. <laughs> so like instead of going by like the, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, so it's like year five, seven, seven, five or something. And there's different months, but I don't know what they are. Well, I think they changed it. So now it doesn't mean after death and it means like something in Latin now so that it's not based on jesus right sure. but like we know yeah we know, <laughs> we know what they meant it's we know what it is that. okay it sorry is. We, we should we should probably yeah well you know i'm just gonna keep most of that in because i think it was silly and fun oh yeah do it then that's iconic love it great <laughs> little cold open yeah we're just spitballing out here seeing if anything <laughs> sticks <laughs> Talking about religion. <laughs> I feel like we always have good conversations before we like get into like podcast mode and then I'm, we and do. Then sometimes we go, <laughs> like we get awkward <laughs> for like a second. 
We're like, you start, no you. No, you do it. But anyways, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. I'm Michaela Oakland. And we are so happy to have you here uh, joining us in our car for our little late night drive, taking you on a, a nice car ride down the... Fr- Remember when you were like a little kid mm-hmm. and you'd be like falling asleep in the car and you would just mm-hmm. see sort of like the lights like passing like that, you know what I'm talking about? Where the light, come see us. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say that was very soothing and I remember that. It was a nice, a nice time. Yeah, I don't know why car rides actually used to be more fun to me than they are now. Like it would sort mm. of be, well, maybe because there's more to do these days. I was actually just thinking about how I hated <laughs> vacations when I was younger and I wasn't sure why because it's like my favorite thing to do now. Right. And then s- someone responded being like, you maybe just didn't like being locked in a room with your family <laughs> when you were a teenager. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> That's so um, real. <laughs> My family like never did vacations, so anytime we did do a family thing, I was so excited to like hang out with my family. Like I was such a loser. Oh, that's so sweet. Shut that's up. That's so my- sweet. <laughs> like they made us go hiking one time. I don't like to hike. In fact, I was very miserable about it, but I was like, slay, mm. family time. Like this doesn't happen very often. I would stay in the hotel room and play Minecraft. We were like at a beach and I stayed in my hotel room playing Minecraft. They'd do a hike. I'd stay in my room yep. playing Minecraft. <laughs> That's um, what my brother would do. Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> you and my brother, lots in common. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. we should really be mean. besties. Why um, haven't you introed me to your brother? <laughs> why haven't you introed me to your brother so I can get my free fucking nose job? <laughs> You know what? That actually might be coming up sooner than we ever imagined. Slay. So sorry. Yeah, I have to stop saying slay, but I can't. Don't stop saying slay. I love it when you say slay. You know what? Let us know if you have an issue with Ellie slaying, saying slay, because I don't think <laughs> anyone does. If you have does. an issue with me slaying, then you, <laughs> you say, step on up. say step it to my forward. fucking face. <laughs> No, I certainly don't think anyone should. Yeah, no, I'm excited. My brother's opening his um clinic this year. Yeah. Honestly, if you're out there and you're doing medical school, which hmm, the odds that our listeners are, I don't know how high. We no, certainly I think our listeners are very smart and motivated. I'm sure some of them are in medical school. Yeah, no, I'm sure they do. I mean, they probably don't usually have that much time, but <laughs> I think that some of you are out there and we're proud of you and we're inspired by you. Mm. Keep on pushing. Yeah. <laughs> I've been like really into interior design YouTubers the last couple days. Okay, same because we're both moving and wait, yeah. Have you I been have watching s- any? Yes, but I have such high hopes for myself every time I move. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is the time that I'm finally gonna get it together and have yeah. like a really cohesive, beautiful design aesthetic. And then I just don't. I mean, if you see my room behind me, it's white. There's Well, that's what happened to me at my last place and and I will say this time, I'm pretty sure of myself. I feel fairly confident that this is going to be the time okay. I'm actually going to invest in like some cute furniture pieces that will stay with me and not just get like Amazon, Wayfair, I know, Ikea I stuff. Stop, stop doing that. That I switch out because I have to every five years. Um, so I'm really going to try to like take my time and not buy everything at once when I move in and just be okay with it not like having a bookshelf for the first couple months or like mm. not having a bed frame for the first few weeks. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I think bed frame let's buy first. Let's let's do that first. Well, I'm definitely going to buy that first. Well, I'm going to have to buy a rug for under the bed frame first. But actually, well, okay. I don't know if anyone cares. I have a I've always had a king-size bed and I don't know if I'll like that in this room, so I'm going to just see what the mattress in the room looks like for now and yeah. then see if I need to go down to a queen-size bed. So That makes sense. That's why I don't have the mattress. Or- One thing about me, I have a full-size bed. I am very small. I just don't need that much space. <laughs> And well, it, I never move from one specific space, but I love no, to have a king size bed. I know. I love having a big bed, but like it's big to me. And also like more room for activities in the bedroom or not. Okay. Like, I mean, like <laughs> I mean, like I can fit more stuff in my room because the bed doesn't take up as much space. But the way that you said that. I know the way that I said it was <laughs> problematic. More room for things in the bedroom. Activities. It was like you were winking with your tone. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not doing any activities in the bedroom I at all. I am. Well, if anyone <laughs> is interested, I really liked um, Caroline Winkley. 
wink winkly and she Did does you? like D- uh, diy makeovers of people's yeah, rooms yeah 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 and Paige yeah. wessel and i like that they do renter friendly stuff yes, too that's because important. that's very helpful and um ooh, i also got some online shopping tips from caroline that i wanted to share okay so, so one of them is that when you're like doing a little online shopping and sometimes that bubble at the bottom with enter your email for this percentage off comes up and sometimes it doesn't that's because they're trying to figure out like how likely you are to actually buy something and if it really feels like you're going to they're not going to show you it but if you go to it from an incognito browser it's always going to show you the little pop-up with the coupon because they're worried they don't know anything about you so they're just going to show it and then the other one is to just like, if you get furniture to save the image of it or clothes to actually, and then reverse search it because they all <gasps> use the same photos. So you can find if any of them have like a discount in the shopping tab or who has the cheapest price. That because they smart. don't. Yeah, they don't put the effort into like restaging the photos for a different website. So you'll see the same bed on like 10 different places. And one might have a Memorial Day sale or like just they might have listed it for less. It is Memorial Day and there's always a good Wayfair sale. Uh, I generally don't want to buy a lot from Wayfair, but there are some Mm -hmm. things that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get a hanging egg chair from Wayfair. And I think that it's going to be good for me. Awesome. I'm getting a... The bed frame I want is really on sale. So I'm going to get that from Wayfair. I'm getting a canopy bed. Oh my God, I love that for you. The timing doesn't work out for me because I can't get any furniture shipped until after June 1st. Otherwise, it'll be so heavy and I'll have to take it to my new place myself. Like I can't get anything delivered to my new place until June 1st. Well, wouldn't you order it on Memorial Day, like the 30th, and then it'll just come after that? I guess I could and just put in my new place's address. Yeah, that's sort of what I'm planning to do because I'm like, I'm not having it shipped here. Like, <laughs> No, you're right. You're right. I could do that. I will do that. I think it's because like every every shipping here is like one day it takes to get here because I'm so close to all the like Los Angeles um, warehouses. So Got whenever it. I order something, not that this is complaining, but whenever I order something, it wow. comes the next day. Oh, poor me. Actually, I had one time I ordered something on Revolve and it came that day. Well, Revolve is freaky fast. Revolve is yeah. the Jimmy John's of fashion. Mm. And we like Jimmy John's. They're we just a little like problematic. They're problematic, but like, listen, I love a Jimmy John's sandwich. I, it makes me sad that there are no Jimmy Johnses in New York. And I'm like, people are always like, uh, you live in New York City. You can get a billion better sandwiches on every corner. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not about the sandwich. It's about Jimmy John's. Yeah. You know, I have been <laughs> making my um, my homemade cookies lately, but I was like, you know what? Let me do a classic Nestle refrigerated mm-hmm. mix. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this isn't as good, but there's something specific about the flavor that goes back 20 years for me. Exactly. And it's just comforting to have that. Yeah. Same with Kraft mac and cheese, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think, I just think, honestly, people really need to put some respect on the name of fast food. I don't want, like, you know, I love Steak and Shake, but it's not because I want, like, I love burgers. It's because I love Steak and Shake. Yes, I can Mm -hmm. get a higher quality burger elsewhere. I can even get a better fast food burger, but I don't want that. I want Steak Mm -hmm. and Shake. And I would dare to say that's why people like Olive Garden. That's why why I like Olive Garden. Actually, I hate any fast food burger because I never had one growing up. And I think that that's why I don't care for any of them. Like, I have never had a McDonald's burger. I had the chicken fingers twice in my whole life, maybe. I've never had Burger King burger. So, you know, it's just yeah, not for me. It's never will be you. now. Um, yeah, my parents, I grew up eating like the gross. <laughs> Sorry to my dad. You're a great cook. But not good burgers, like just bland mm dry overcooked burgers and that's what i thought a burger was and so i would be like oh i obviously don't fucking want that and then i had a steak and shake burger for the first time and i was like wow mind blown (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. so now that's like the standard of all burgers for me even though it's objectively kind of a shitty burger (laughs) yeah i that's so funny Mm. I think I had the opposite because my mom made really, really good food. So then whenever mm-hmm. I had the same thing at a fast food place, I'd be like, eh, I never want to come here again. 
besides chicken nuggets. I was actually at a cooking class yesterday. I didn't talk about this already yet, did I? I, I was no at a idea. cooking class <laughs> yesterday at Sur La Table, Sur La Table, whatever mm, you call it. Mm, it's mm. spelled Sur La Table. It's but, Sur La Table. Um, I, I know that's how it's pronounced, but I don't know why it's spelled table. Because it's French. Do they really pronounce table just tab? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, sur le tab. And then um, it was for fried chicken biscuits and mac and cheese. Yum. And, and I haven't ever made fried chicken myself before, so I was very yeah. excited about this. And then after we've made it, a woman, we were all eating our food, and a woman goes, this is too greasy for me. And then the chef goes very loudly, so you guys, this is a fried chicken class. It's gonna be greasy, that's the whole point. Just so you know, if you sign up for a fried chicken class, you're gonna eat a little bit of greasy food. <gasps> Unbelievable. And I was like, ooh, she Get got her. her. Get I was obsessed. her ass. It was really good though. I honestly really like taking a little cooking class yeah. for, um, for getting a couple skills into my heart. Yeah, I cannot cook. <laughs> I think you could do, you could learn slowly in in some things that are easier. Biscuits are actually so easy to make. Mm. You don't well, even need baking. any tools to make biscuits. That's different. I can bake. Well, that's already the first, that's already the first hurdle. I don't know. Cooking really stresses me out. If it's like on a pan as opposed to an oven. There's just a lot of variables and I, I don't. I don't like that. <laughs> but you could use a, a scale and you could do it by grams. Mm. Well, as know. you know, I'm very scared of chicken. I food poisoned myself several times. <laughs> That's, you, would, you would get food poisoned <laughs> several times. I feel like everyone has these odds that something is going to happen to their body. <laughs> and, and yours are just like at 60% while others are at 10. Mine are a bit skewed, yeah. <laughs> And what about it? My simp was in the military. <laughs> so speak on it, queen. Okay, so the other day, I don't know if you guys know about my main simp, but I have a favorite simp. He's been with me for a long time. Mm. Um, Chet. We love Chet. We love anyway, Chet. <laughs> he... he casually dropped the other day that he was in the military because he was telling me about how he could get this military discount for something. And now I, I don't, like... Did he kill someone? Has he killed someone? <laughs> Listen, there are, you gotta kind of ask him like maybe what depart, like there's a lot of jobs in the military that are not active duty, right? Well, cause I was like, you were in the military? And he said, yes, I left about three or two to three years ago. And then he continued talking about what he was talking about. He was like, anyway, princess, I could get you this for this discount, but also it looks like they have a Memorial Day sale coming up, blah, blah, blah. And he like just totally scooted over it. And I was like, Okay, just send a gift card. <laughs> okay, so like maybe it's he doesn't want to talk about it. It was traumatic. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I was like, you know what? I don't want to push him on it because no. he just kind of tried to slide right out of that. Or he thought that I would be upset with him maybe. Right. Anyway, he's redeemed himself. He's a different person now. <laughs> he's... <laughs> Oy. That is scary. Like what if he has killed people? What then? Well, I don't think it would change the way that he, you know, remember when the Prince Harry thing came out where it was like Prince Harry talks about killing 20 people in the war or whatever? <laughs> no. <laughs> when his book came out and they were putting all of those like random the quotes, quotes out of context. Yeah. And yeah. it was just like Harry felt sad after, I don't know, I'm going to misquote this. So I don't want to misquote it that badly. <laughs> but, but people were just like, oh, my God. Um oh. Yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's something to think about. It's something to consider. Um, why do people clap so much at Cannes? Why do they I clap so long? I don't know. And that is a great question. And also, like, have you seen where it's like five minutes is not a long standing ovation at yes. Cannes? Like, yeah, I'm confused. That so is a long time. The first I saw, and I think this would be a year ago for Blonde. I remember hearing that Blonde got this crazy long standing ovation yeah. at Cannes. And I was like, oh, wow, great for that movie. Must Turned be a great movie. Huge flop. Then this year, I feel like every other thing that they do, they're like huge long standing ovation at Cannes for XYZ. I guess it's just sort of the tradition of the festival is like people give these long standing ovations. Apparently Shrek got a 10 minute standing ovation at Cannes. As they should. As it I mean, fucking it should. <laughs> it is more like if you go to a musical theater show, you stand and clap at the end as opposed to a movie theater 
thing. Yeah, but because the people but are still, there. I'm not gonna clap for ten minutes. That is such a long time. Don't you lose steam? Like I'm. And then also, I feel like while you're clapping, you're like, we have to clap longer, otherwise they're gonna say it was only a five minute clap. They have to clap for so long. And by the way, one minute of clapping is a long time. I ge- I minute, genuinely yeah. can't imagine. People forget how long a minute can be. People do. If we were silent on here for a minute, you would know mm. how long a minute is. You would feel that deep in you your bones. You would be very uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. You wouldn't like that. I don't know. It just is crazy to me. And I think if I had a, something at Cannes, which I, of, of course, will never have that. Never say never. I, that's true. And when I do have something at Cannes, I hope that people don't clap for five minutes because I'll just be standing there like, I want to sit. I want to sit again. And the directors like always cry. But I think it's just because people are clapping at you for five minutes. Like you just get uncomfortable. Like it's kind of like imagine if the happy birthday song lasted for five minutes. It's bad enough. And it's a 10 second song. (laughs) It's like porn. It's like performative. It's like everyone is doing (laughs) like like you have to clap for this long and act really enthusiastic and you have Mm. to cry about it because you're so moved and touched. And we all have to stand here and act like the most beautiful thing has just transpired. Really, it was Sam Levinson's creepy, fucking deranged. Yeah, yikes. Although, love all of the women who are in that cast. (laughs) Like, they really have such an amazing cast of women. And I'm not just saying that because of Miss Jenny Ruby Jane. (laughs) But, yeah, no, justice for those women. I feel bad that, like, they're part of this thing. And you know they're just going to get so much shit for it, too. Justice for what other woman? You wrote down Taylor Swift stalkers. Let's talk about justice for that Uh, situation. (laughs) Have you seen... Have you seen the way that people are like posting her location and then just like showing up there in hordes, chasing after her car, like screaming at her, trying to get pictures? Good God, people, leave her alone. Mm. She's a person. Like, I love Taylor Swift as, in fact, more than the next person. Mm -hmm. But like, um, leave her, like, first of all, why would you do like you know that her security guards are not going to let you anywhere near her ever again like you are not allowed to go to shows you will not be allowed to do things like go to it's not worth it for what a grainy five second video oh oh she saw you yeah but she saw you being a fucking lunatic and she hated it like Mm -hmm. she has a lot of lyrics being like yeah i fucking hate when people do that don't do that and people are like but i'm gonna do it and i do feel like it's new fans like i don't think Mm. it's old fans like i really don't i think most of us are normal i think the new fans like the tiktok fans not to gatekeep but i am gonna gatekeep i think a lot of the tiktok fans are like gatekeeping taylor swift and i'm going to the biggest artist in the world yeah let's gatekeep okay you're right you're right no i'm gatekeeping and (laughs) gaslighting and girl bossing and she i just think that there's like a oh she's the biggest artist in the world i need to get tiktok clout from posting her and it's like mm-hmm. she's also very much a person and I love her very much, but I'm not going to do that literally. And people were like, well, if you lived five minutes from Taylor Swift, wouldn't you like go to her apartment and show up? And uh, I do live five minutes from Taylor Swift. And you know what I've never fucking done that. And I'm a bigger <laughs> fan than you. So be fucking normal about it. Thank you. Wait, so I saw a little bit about this on Twitter. I wasn't sure. So did they leak her address or did people already know her address? People know where she lives. Oh, okay. Because she leaves and gets into a giant SUV and, and security never, clears the street. No. You've never I've walked never that street? I've by. Wow. Why I would I, I think do I would. that? I She's think I would walk by. If it was Blackpink, I think I would walk by. I just don't want to do it because I don't want her to think of me as a weird fan. I want her to know that I'm normal so we can be best friends. Right, right, right. Well, I, th- I definitely wouldn't stand outside their home, but maybe I'd be like, ooh, I'm going to walk down the street that they live on today and just like, I don't know. <laughs> maybe if I like knew she was out of town, I would. Mm. Um, but I don't, I, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I'm like, she's a person. She deserves privacy. And also I feel super weird about it in many ways because like I have met a lot of people who are like friends with her um mm-hmm. like in real life so like sometimes i feel like i can't be a weird loser fan because i i want them to say nice things about me so they're like look taylor this girl mm-hmm. i know is a huge fan of yours but she's normal 
so maybe mm-hmm. I'm biased, but I... <laughs> No, I see what you're saying because I feel that way about Blackpink as well because I have yeah. mutual friends, but I wouldn't I can't even imagine the possibility of them knowing I exist. But then I'm like, but what if I did happen to just see them because someone invited one of them to something and they came and then I they look at my social media and <laughs> like I've liked every single one of their posts and commented clean like that. Well, it's so embarrassing. The gag is Taylor, like Taylor and her team, like they know that I exist, you know. Mm. Um, so I feel like I have to be on my best behavior because I'm on the radar. From Taylor talk or? Because mm-hmm, Spotify mm-hmm. had to reach out and approve it. And she listened. <gasps> she listened. Isn't I that didn't crazy? Know this. When I went to the Spotify supper, which is what they called it. I'm so sorry that I just said supper. But when I went to this <laughs> dinner that Spotify hosted, the my like liaison there was like, yeah, she's like, listened, like she. <gasps> and I'm like, I wonder if she thinks I'm a genius or if she's like, she's so fucking wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. We haven't talked about that. I didn't know she'd listened. Yeah. You know, I don't like to brag about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing her, though, on Saturday, which is. <laughs> Yeah, this is the major Ellie life event of the year, possibly of the last couple years. Honestly, (laughs) it is like the biggest thing that's happened to me in years. Like, I'm so excited and I'm I'm nervous because it is three hours and I went to a concert on Saturday that was only like an hour and a half and boy, did my feet Mm. get tired. My back started hurting because I'm 100. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's a three hour fucking concert and I will be screaming. I will be screaming, but I'm excited. Yeah. Um, and I'm also doing a show if you're around on Thursday in um, in Park Slope at Union Hall. My friend Zach is um, doing this show. It's called Ears Tour Park Slope, and um, it's like 13 comedians. I say that loosely doing uh, like Taylor inspired bits. So what I'm doing is a very very earnest performance of the song Mine um, with a presentation in the background of various texts like unhinged texts that men have sent me and some of my (laughs) friends because i'm cheating um that go along with the lyrics if you need some she rates dogs submissions i can send you over some good stuff yeah totes 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 yeah i just want them to to sort of line up with the lyrics i might i might fake some but uh i'm excited (laughs) i i I don't perform very often so when i do it's for zach (laughs) i want to get a video is yeah, Julianne is coming, so she will take a video. Ooh, that's so fun. Slay. Ellie and I are planning trips to visit each other for yes, our birthdays, for our, our birthdays. respective cancer birthdays. Should we? Ooh, I have a couple questions for you. Okay. Yeah, because people had some questions. First, <laughs> quite, okay. First, what is up with the Sagittarius hate? Okay, yeah, I do want to clarify it's just the men. Um, and I. Because Taylor Swift is a Sagittarius woman. But oh. uh, Sagittarius women are amazing. But Sagittarius men, um, the the fact of the matter is I'm biased because right. Shrimp Cocktail Man was a Sagittarius. So for me, mm-hmm. it's a horrifying... Uh, mm. It's I just don't even want to... It's not that I'm saying that it was... That his zodiac sign was the reason he was a piece of shit. But I don't want to take any chances. No, it you just never a part. know. It could have played a part, and that was very. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I honestly wait. This is like sort of going back to the last thing, but I was supposed to do a performance of "We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together," where the texts that he sent me lined up perfectly with the lyrics of the song because they do. It's crazy. But then I was like, I cannot re-traumatize myself by reading this man's <laughs> text. I gotta change it last minute. Yeah, that sounds actually so stressful. I don't know <laughs> how you almost did that. Um, the other question I actually like even more. Oh. So, hello, I just wanted to clarify the fruit discussion today. Ellie said that she doesn't like mangoes because of the skin. About 12 I do minutes, like 30 seconds. Hmm? I do like mangoes. But you don't like the skin? Sometimes the skin is weird. Okay, well, Ellie, do you eat mango skin? Do you eat it like an apple? I'm so sorry, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just so curious because I always peel them. Love the pod, love Michaela singing. <laughs> oh, little, little, little Michaela singing little plug. Little shout out. <laughs> um, no, I don't eat it. I don't bite it like an apple. It's just that when you when you cut it up and you peel it, sometimes the like outer part of the mango after you peel it is like spiky. I don't know how to explain it. Mm, I don't know if okay. that's the skin, but I don't like it, whatever it is. <laughs> I've never peeled a mango, so mm. I wouldn't know. I, I haven't eaten one like an apple either, just to 
clarify. But Here's my question for you. What's your go-to coffee order? So I always get oat milk. Always, always get mm-hmm. oat milk. We both agree at Dunkin' Donuts, it has to be the vanilla bean is the no, favorite. Yes, the vanilla bean. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it, I think they also call it smoked vanilla sometimes. They do, and they never have it. Mm-hmm, they never do. And the regular vanilla, not good. So if none Disgusting. of those are an option, I get the hazelnut. Mm-hmm. However, Starbucks, way more options. So many. Um, I really change it up at Starbucks. I used to get the refresher before they got rid of that, and I wasn't they still a coffee have that. drinker. I give myself a coffee thing when I was like three years into college because I needed to force myself to leave the house for something. So I was like, what if I get addicted to coffee? And so I started drinking coffee every day. Relatable. And that's how I ended up here. I wasn't drinking coffee until then. I didn't need it. It didn't I, really do much for yeah, me. I wasn't either until college. Want to hear another Ellie was <laughs> deeply traumatized in college story? Were you trying to get away from campus so you would drive? No, but I did do that. Um, Mm. No, I I had a car. And so so that people liked me and would hang out with me, I would offer to take everyone to Dunkin'. (laughs) Sometimes several times a day. (laughs) Oh, my God. And who among us hasn't done that? You know, I used to spend money I didn't have to have food and snacks. And ve- and I still do this, I will say, to yes. show up to anyone's home with many a trinket, many an option for them to have a yummy time. And I'm like, ooh, this will make them like me more. But really, do I need to give them no, something? No, <laughs> you don't. And do not come to my home with, with treats. <laughs> there will be, because I, I know, can't help myself. Don't. <laughs> Actually, it's allowed because it's my birthday. Right, right, right. There will be things for your birthday. I still have um, the locker and the crown and all the notes from my last and birthday. the art and the art that you brought me. The little bouncy man and the the twisty guy. So we had a few options for the roadside attraction this week, and mm. everyone said everyone had different votes, but they also said if you only pick one, talk a little bit about the other two t- also, please. Okay, so. Shall we get into the Renaissance Fair girl a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, let's talk about the Renaissance Fair girl. I have thoughts. It's like I've got no sense of touch. I'm always pouring out my heart. No little by little here. There are some stories about my mom's life that I truly never get tired of hearing. From hilarious to heartfelt, tear-jerking to plot-twisting, her retelling of events always brings me joy. Just in time for Mother's Day, I found the perfect gift that captures all her stories for my family forever. It's called StoryWorth. StoryWorth helps you preserve precious memories and stories from your mother for years to come. Here's how it works. Each week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question that you get to help pick. Like, how do you want to be remembered? Or, what was it like when you first learned how to ride a bike? StoryWorth makes the writing process a breeze. All your loved one needs to do is respond to that email with the story. Long or short, it doesn't matter. You'll be emailed a copy of your loved one's response as they're submitted over the course of the year. You'll get to enjoy their retelling of the stories you already knew, or be surprised by stories you've never heard before. After a year of fun, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories and photos into a beautiful keepsake hardcover book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. I lost three of my four grandparents by the time I was six years old, so knowing that my future children and grandchildren would be able to get to know my parents on a personal level means everything to me. Families love StoryWorth. That's why it has more than 25,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot, with millions of stories preserved since they were founded over 10 years ago. Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash Ellie. That's storyworth.com slash Ellie to save $10 on your first purchase. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, so I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for... Gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel like I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't 
have therapy as a resource I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and you know your work issues or your friend issues your relationship issues but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix or things like phobias anxieties things that you feel like you have a lack of control over therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do but I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy and that's why I love today's sponsor BetterHelp because uh, I mean there are states in America even where there's like two therapists that take insurance you know like it's really really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does and BetterHelp makes it super super easy if you're thinking of starting therapy give it a try it is entirely online it's designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge so get it off your chest whatever it is with BetterHelp visit betterhelp.com slash lnd today to get 10% off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash lnd if you don't know i don't know how to explain this because i'm not repeating what she said basically there was this renaissance fair worker no i really want to hear you repeat what she said (laughs) she she was serving a customer and she was like "Ooh, drink it up yeah i don't know so she's like oh you like that you dirty little bitch yeah yeah can I just say how anti-homoerotic that was? It was the least homoerotic thing <laughs> I have ever seen in my years as a gay You girl. think that made people homophobic? I know. I think it was so void of any oh, so homoerotic feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was mm. no gay tension there. It was like the straightest thing I've seen in many a day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know why? Because it was like that power dynamic of like, it was I don't so know. forced. It was very it was porny. Like, it was very like yeah. male gazy. Yeah, but without any of the intrigue, the mystery, the eye contact. There was no lust in the eye contact. There was no, no. It was a little real, empty. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it was. It was that's because it wasn't coming from a place of real passion. You know. Well, I didn't even realize the Renaissance Fair was a place like that i Uh, thought listen is it (laughs) you want to know who's out there having like freaky sex it's people who attend renaissance fairs it is not like but i was gonna go this year and then i because because my friends cosplayed and went last year when i was in italy and i couldn't go and i was like oh my god that looks so much fun they didn't mention the sexy vibe of it (laughs) but it's not it's not like an overall sexy vibe also i do want to say with that you have to like consent to being to the sex thing you know it's not like she just like did that you know that Um, makes sense it's like an added Mm -hmm. little thing but um no i'm I'm not saying that there's like overall sex vibes at the renaissance fair i'm just saying that the people who attend renaissance fairs i'm telling you right now oh i certainly agree those are the people in society who are having crazy sex I feel like it would cross over with the fan fiction people a little bit as well. You know, the uh, cosplay, yeah. fan fiction, Definitely. like very horny group of people. And, and like, <laughs> I would know. Well, not, well, because I, <laughs> yeah, I interact the horniest with them. person I know. <laughs> I personally wouldn't relate, but I am in communities where I do see that in the webcomic world. <laughs> Look, I mean, I won't pretend I wasn't a fan fiction girl. We know that I was. And you still won't tell us who you wrote about. Literally, absolutely. I would rather die. I would rather you you truly just put a gun to my head right now. Can I ask a couple questions that won't fully give it away? Sure. So it was Harry Potter. Was it was it a girl and a like a female and a man? Yes. Okay. Were they the younger ones or adult ones? Well, they were adults, but it was from about when they were kids. Not kids, but you know, like teenagers. Right. Because right. you yourself was also, I was were also a teenager. 14, so yeah. Just to clarify to everyone to be out there. very clear, I was 14 <laughs> years old trying to write a, a love story, and I'm sure it was... Honestly, you know what? I bet it was kind of good. If I found it somewhere, I'd be really excited to read my writing from that time. 
I would love to hear that. My friend Isaiah read his Phineas and Ferb fan fiction at game night, and everyone loved it. They were so proud of him. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, anyways, I understand mm-hmm. horniness, and I also, like, respect it. I just, like, cannot believe. I just I don't want to see it. I, I <laughs> truly, and it's not me. I just don't really want to see anybody being freaky in public like i have become a hater in my old age in the sense that like if i see a couple Mm. like making out in public i'm like get a room like i'm disgusting disgusting (laughs) of course like when it's me i i i do be engaging in pda but yeah the waiter would like a word the waiter from last (laughs) week (laughs) i cannot even walk by that restaurant i'm so embarrassed like to this day um, no, but I, I really am such a hater. Or like, oh my God, I was at Starbucks the other day and there was a couple and this is like so stupid, but they were standing um, like really close to each other and their arms were sort of like wrapped around each other's like waist like this, but they had, they both had a hand on the other person's butt and mm. just in front of me in line, right Mm-mm. in front of my salad. And I was like, you know, I find that disturbing I and do. I'm sorry to say it, but I do find it disturbing. And this, I don't even like to hear about my own friends' sex lives. And we've discussed this. Why would I want to see other people I don't know publicly engaging? I don't. I actually I, do really like hearing about my friends' sex lives because I think it's funny. But um, honestly, I am being a hater. I love love and I'm, right. I'm happy for those people. But also, I'm not happy mm. for them and it shouldn't be happening to them. It should be happening to me. So. Well, I would adore to see a public decoration of love with words. Like, I would definitely cry and be so happy if I saw someone do this, like, proposal with a lot of beautiful things to say to someone in real life. I've seen some PDA that I thought was sweet, you know? I don't Mm -hmm. mind, like, a handhold. I don't, I don't mind, like, I've seen couples just, like, do, like, a cute kiss because they just, like love each other and can't keep their hands to themselves like on the subway and i'm like that's fucking that shit is adorable Mm -hmm. but when you're at the bar and you're like just i mean it's unbelievable of course who the fuck am i to talk i literally was being felt up at the fucking dutch restaurant so (laughs) that could be the name of your first album felt up at the dutch restaurant restaurant. (laughs) Uh, yeah well I I mean I have been to a renaissance fair when I was a child so I guess that's why I was so shocked about it like I went to one I think in Colorado or something when I was like a preteen um I just there was no (laughs) well not that I picked up on that's what I can say for sure I'm sure they they just do not they keep that shit away from the children yeah no I'm sure they would have hidden it from me if that was the vibe but you speaking of that, I was looking through this catalog and there were these like vibrators and they called them personal massagers. And I was I like, I love when they do that. <laughs> I'm like, it's a we know what it is. We know. I, I couldn't understand it. I was like, are they really trying to say this is a personal massager? And my mom was like, Michaela, no, they just say that so they can put it in magazines. And I was like, <laughs> OK. Although. I have a vibrator that's like big. Is she's she's big. She takes up a lot of surface area, and this gonna sound really insane. But sometimes when I have cramps, if I put it like on my stomach and like oh, just yeah, have the real. vibration on my stomach, like it really helps. Mm-hmm. Also, no, I think you're valid for that. You're so valid for that. I have a question about vibrators. I don't know if you would know this. You ever okay. got sent that Belessa, the red one that everyone gets? Yeah, I love that vibrator. Am I fucking stupid? I threw it out because I couldn't figure out where to put it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like their most popular one. Like, I think millions of people use that. Millions of people use it. I'm staring at this. Like, where does it? I don't understand. Where does this part go? So you just threw it away? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) If I can't figure it out after the first time, I'm not using it. Okay? Oh, my God. I just, I, I literally could not understand how it was because i couldn't uh, it was supposed to unfold it like i don't know it can un- yeah you can unfold it right but then what's the point of it being we're not shaped? gonna get into this right now let's talk later <laughs> <laughs> okay guys we're pulling Anyways. over now <laughs> we're we're gonna go pull off to the side no sex ed with michaela we're going to roll down the windows. It's a little hot in the car today. 
roadside attraction, you guys. Maybe mm-hmm. you saw it. Maybe you didn't. How could if you? If you're miss on it? Twitter, you had to have. I think it started <laughs> on TikTok too. So, blue couch, six thousand dollar couch. I believe it was you eight. Find in it. fact, oh, eight thousand dollar couch. You find it on the street. Mm-hmm. Eureka! You say, <laughs> do you? <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah so there was a viral blue couch designer mm-hmm. couch someone who's mm-hmm. like why do i never get this lucky they look it up find out eight thousand dollars <laughs> people rightfully say you know if someone is leaving out an eight thousand dollar couch perhaps something terribly wrong has occurred <laughs> the bed bug couch the termite couch the um, orgy couch i mean right 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 the the thing is uh, okay, like, they did clean it, but if you're gonna have a, a curb couch, you better, I mean, I'm calling in the Marines, like, get that mm. thing so professionally cleaned, you know, like, like <laughs> that, I, I could not, I'm sorry, you cannot be hand washing that, you gotta get it, like, a, a disinfectant shower, mm-hmm. like, that's scary, especially, I mean, if it's on the curb in, like, Youngstown, Ohio, like, okay, on the curb in New York City, I don't even mm-hmm. wear my shoes inside. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. you don't know what has touched that. Rats and termites and who knows. All the things. I also am pretty sure people found out it was a knockoff anyway. Like it was an Amazon knockoff. And now there's like a new couch that looks just like that available on Amazon in red. Like already. They're so fast Love. with it. It's so funny. But okay. you if you're going to do the like look up a furniture piece at an estate sale and then see similar pricing, you got to make sure that it's actually that because there's tons of knockoffs of Lots everything. Lots of dupes. Lots like, of dupes. I don't know. I, I feel bad for them. They're definitely getting <laughs> a lot of backlash for bringing in a dirty cow. Well, it just makes me feel insane that you would bring that into your home and you didn't even get it like like a what are they called exterminator yeah like you didn't have anybody even look at that thing like oh and and they threw out their normal couch (laughs) yeah like (laughs) oh that was a good couch but you know what i do love watching rug cleaning on tiktok (gasps) did you send me that i I used to send them to you guys i liked those a lot that's very satisfying to me so i wish they had brought it to the rug cleaning people and then just like well those people are professional exactly those Um, people do a lot more than those people did i will say people are are saying it's classist to be against curb furniture and we're back at we're back to (laughs) the way that it always is and did it go down to an ableist place yet Ooh, i don't i'm not sure i haven't seen any ableist discourse but i could see that let it marinate let it marinate let it marinate I think when you talk about classism, it could easily get to a place of ableism because, you know, obviously when you are disabled and you're on benefits, you can't have a certain amount of money in your bank account or they take your fucking benefits away. So maybe your Mm -hmm. only option is curb furniture. Right. Or getting like how getting stuff delivered is what we talked about last week. Right, 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 right. Darted as classism, went to ableism. Like a Mm -hmm. lot of things that make things easier for people is stuff that some people only can afford. So it always those people are always fighting each other over those things. And it's like, let's all just because, you know, what the real problem is, is capitalism. And minding your business. And minding your business. And go to a professional cleaner if you bring something in from the street. Yes. Please. And and we're very into like estate sales, Facebook marketplace, all that stuff these days. Very different Love. than curb. a couch on the street. Curb street. Curb couch. And even like somebody else's, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like imagine you're friends with that person. And you come over and you're like, oh my God, I love your new couch. And they're like, thanks, I found it on the street. Mm. I'm not sitting on your couch. Well, there's there are sometimes couches on the street that seem fine and they have like a wooden base and it's on a normal street that's not mm-hmm, New York. Mm-hmm. And that's like what a lot of college students do. Yeah, fine. Um, but it's New York City. But there was something about that situation that seemed very sinister and everyone could tell. Look, dogs piss and shit on the sidewalks in New York. OK, there's no grass. So mm-hmm. th- that's what they do. At any given time, just walking around, you're walking on piss and shit. Not just dog, not just animal, you know, human as well. So Mm. I just, that alone is too much. Also, like, I've thrown up on the street so many times. (laughs) You want vomit? You want vomit? 
You want vomit couch in your house? <laughs> that what you want? <laughs> yeah, don't pick up anything from the street if Ellie's going on a first date that week. That's what I will say. <laughs> Uh, and you know i think we've said what needs to be said about the about, the termite about couch miss ma'am the couch so we're getting back in the car beep beep <laughs> before we get into the main topic we have a fun little announcement we've got a couple new segments <laughs> yes these came to me in a haze mm, 12 a.m <laughs> yeah and i really i texted michaela like at, with no context and I was just like, absolutely genius. Love that. <laughs> and then you were like, for the podcast. And I was like, yes. And you're like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so trying to go along with more car metaphors, because that just right. brings me joy. Um, so the first one is the seatbelt check. That's sort of like a mental health check-in. That's sort of like mm-hmm. a uh, what my therapist said. Or that's a, what have we been doing to keep our mental health at least afloat lately? Yeah. Things like that. The second one is the rear view mirror. So that is where perhaps we tell stories from the past where we didn't realize at the time what the lesson was and we we learned Mm -hmm. the lesson later. And perhaps this is a segment that you yourself can submit things to. I would love it if you guys submitted for either. I'm especially excited to hear about the lessons, but like for seatbelt check, if you've got some safety net behavior in your life or things that have really been keeping you sane, definitely let us know. But yeah, for... um. Rearview mirror, yeah. Rearview mirror, very excited about that. Um, you can tell us like a little bit of a story, and then at the end, like what you realized from it, how you are with it now, you know, anything that feels similar to that. It kind of reminds me of like there's a TikTok trend where people are like, "Hey, maybe it was a good thing I didn't end up with the, you know, coke dealer who had seventeen bucket hats." You know, it's like that kind of exactly, thing. Exactly. Yeah. Where, like you get heartbroken and then you realize, oh, <laughs> that was for the best. Yeah, yeah. that's been so many moments in my life. And I think when I started college was when I first started to see things in hindsight of how like yeah. the worst possible experiences that I'd had were like, oh, thank God that that happened because I had to, it's like that um that Maldivite gem or whatever where it really hurts when things are getting away from you and then it's all the toxic stuff. Maldivite? What? what? Have you not heard about that? No. There's like this, um, tick. it's one of the crystals, but it's like if you get this crystal, it's going to be really painful because it's purging all the bad stuff in your life, but it mm. hurts really bad emotionally Ooh. while it's Kinda happening. I love that. That sounds like it feels good. Yeah, like the pain feel like the pain would feel good. Yeah, I like that. Because I, I, you know what? And I'll say this: I'm a bit of a masochist when it comes to things like that. Like I do not mind a little bit of pain if I know that it's for beauty. Damn. Damn, I'm fucking deep. I don't really mind physical pain anymore that much because, like, I know it's going to pass. And it does. And it does. And and I'm like, yeah, things have hurt before, but tomorrow I'll be fine probably. (laughs) Although I had the craziest fucking cramps I've ever had in my life, and that made me think physical pain's bad. Anyway, that's just a little fun thing. Um, we'll definitely be posting about it again on social media. So check out our um, Instagram, Late Night Drive Pod, if you need any more clarification on what that's about, where to send stuff. Maybe we'll have some examples. I don't know. It'll be fun. We're excited. Yay. We love to to world build. World we build do. our car if, situation. If you have any more road trip or car related metaphors you think we should hmm. look at, just, you look just let into- us know. You yeah. don't even need to have an idea for it. Just give us a word and we'll... We'll try to associate. <laughs> you had a beautiful quote about oranges. It's a poem. A beautiful poem about oranges. Do you say poem or poem? Poem. I, I think, think poem. I s- poem. Poem. I say poem. <laughs> I had like a weird mixture of things because I lived in Texas, Arizona, Massachusetts, Colorado. Mm. So true. And California. So You've got a quite the quite the melange of an accent. Mm. Um, I'm just annoying. That's what my accent is. Um, okay, so Disagree. this <laughs> this poem I read it and then it just really resonated with me, and I thought I would read it for you guys because I think that this is the goal in life, you know. Mm. 
At lunchtime, I bought a huge orange. The size of it made us all laugh. I peeled it and shared it with Robert and Dave. They got quarters and I had a half. And that orange, it made me so happy, as ordinary things often do just lately. The shopping, a walk in the park, this is peace and contentment. It's new. The rest of the day was quite easy. I did all my jobs on my list and enjoyed them and had some time over. I love you. I'm glad I exist. I almost cried. (laughs) This is, I mean, it sort of goes back to what we were talking about. I don't know if it was last week or the week before of Mm. just, you know, sitting out in the sun and finding joy in just being with people and seeing pretty things. This is how I started to feel after doing shrooms. (laughs) (laughs) And love that. That's valid, Queen. I was like, there's so many beautiful things in the world. Yeah. It's I would never have enough time in my life to see all of them. Why do I spend so much time avoiding seeing all the beautiful things in the world and living my life? And like just having a, a big orange and laughing at the size of it. That's so sweet. I know. And this is the thing, man. This is the thing. That's, that's what life is about. Mm. The oranges, man. <laughs> I don't know. I just I find it very beautiful to find joy. In the very small and silly and mundane things. Mm-hmm. I think it's a mindset you kind of have to convince yourself to get into a little bit. I feel like so many years of my life, we would be driving through a beautiful mountain range and, you know, my parents would be like, oh my God, look at that. And I'd be like, I don't care. Like, why would I care about that? And I was very deeply depressed. And now I'll be like, oh my God, the leaves, these leaves are stunning. Look at how green they are. <laughs> And I've said this before, but I will say it again. And I want to be very clear. I'm not saying like the cure to depression is just be happy. But -hmm. there's a lot of happiness that does come down to choosing to try, Mm -hmm. like choosing to want to be happy, choosing to try to be Mm -hmm. happy because there are a lot of reasons not to be. But Mm -hmm. you always have the choice to find something beautiful and find the joy Mm -hmm. in something. And when you start doing that, I mean, the world just does become a little brighter because Mm -hmm. you're focusing on the bright. I think there are mindsets that we resist or I have resisted in my past, and it did require opening myself up to it in order to get to the happiness that comes with it and like appreciation for things. Um, I don't know. It's like, it's hard to explain because it makes sense. It makes more sense once you've done it. Mm. And even when people say it to you when you haven't, it doesn't really sink in. Like it's really hard to get there when you're not there. And then after you've gotten there, it's like, oh yeah, like of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've been natural, like my whole life I've been like very optimistic. Like that's just sort of mm-hmm. my natural setting. So it was a little easier for me. But even still, I need reminders sometimes. And the orange just really reminded me to look out the window and love the green of the trees and like to go on a little walk and smell the the ocean breeze and all those kinds of things and just enjoy it. Have a delicious fucking strawberry and be excited about mm. it. Maybe we could call little poems that we like or people like the scenic route. <laughs> Ooh, it's giving Robert Frost. Is it? <laughs> Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and I took oh. the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Yeah, great, great one. Didn't they decide that he actually meant it didn't make a difference that he chose the road less traveled by because it like all ended up the same place, but he was trying to be different, and it didn't help or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, the poem is sort of about how, um, you know, doing your own thing, going your own way, and making the choice to live life your own way um, is what's going to make a difference in your life more than knowing exactly what each path is. Like, it's just that's about what making I origi- the choice. Yeah, yeah, that's what I originally heard it was about. And then I think in a different class, they were like, actually, he meant wow. that. I well, don't those know, people I'll are fucking to- haters. And poetry I'll is up for up. interpretation. <laughs> that's so true. That's such a good point. Poetry really is up for interpretation. And it is. And it is. And I will say I've reread stuff at different points in my life and gotten very different things out of it. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. Um, we had some <laughs> listener questions, but I don't think we need to read them. Uh, no, we have somehow been recording for an hour. I don't. I think we can save them for another time. <laughs> I don't know where the time went. Um, I know that like 40 minutes went into our catching up. 
which I didn't think we had that much to talk about. We this had a time. lot to talk about. Okay, didn't we record two days ago? We recorded yesterday. No, no, no. Yesterday yes. is when we were supposed to record this oh. episode. What fucking day is it? It's Tuesday. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god! I never know what day of the week it is. Anyway, anyway, the, the main point of this episode is. Life is beautiful and your life is beautiful and maybe you haven't seen the parts that are beautiful because you're you and you've seen it all the time, but maybe look at it again. Yeah. Maybe look at those trees outside again and, (laughs) you know, maybe get something on Facebook Marketplace that's really pretty and makes you happy and you'll feel like you earned it every time you see it. You'll be happy about the personality that went into it i don't know just you know find the little things i agree i agree um yeah one time i I told my parents like i was at dinner with my parents and i was like i find you both very impressive you started with kind of difficult lives and you've come together and built something really beautiful and they were both like Uh, like they literally were like who are you talking about because like you mm-hmm. don't see it from the inside sometimes that you've like done something beautiful with your like created beauty where there wasn't beauty yeah we forget those so quickly i feel like if you and i oh my god i tried to get my ex to do this with me once but like i i wanted my him ex to would practice, literally never i wanted him to practice appreciation because i was like mm, i've never once ever heard you say that you were grateful for anything that's ever happened to you or that you felt lucky you just said that you deserve more maybe we should like maybe that's not helping your mental health and we should make little gratitude boards about oh, all the I things we've him. accomplished this year and like help ourselves feel good about it and like think about how we have a like a yes. lucky time in life you know maybe allow yourself to think you're a little bit lucky because i know that you want to feel like you have it the hardest of anybody ever or like <laughs> not you specifically but that's kind of often the way we want to think at this at this time in the world like just mm. a lot of because everything's kind of bad yeah like wow everything's bad and this is why i'm sad because of all these bad things but then it's almost like what if i thought about all of the things i don't know i sometimes i feel like my advice is something every adult is ever telling you. And yeah, sometimes it's... you still need to hear it. I don't yeah. know. I'm very, sometimes when I get down, I think I have built a beautiful life for myself and I've done it all mm-hmm. by myself. And I have mm-hmm. great friends and a loving family and I can afford, you know, pretty dresses and little treats. Mm-hmm. And what more is there in life, really? Actually, you know what? I'm going to order a chocolate cake. You just really yes, inspired baby. me because yes. I can have a chocolate cake. <laughs> I'm going, you can. And as a treat, you can. Um, I want to read another poem. I'm so sorry. I have oh to. Oh my read, God, I would I'm, love it if you read another poem. I'm going to read another poem because. Did you just think of one? It reminds me of what we're talking about of like the mindset shift and how like you have mm-hmm. to make the choice and you kind of have to fight to like love life sometimes. Yeah. So this is a, a poem I really love. Um, it doesn't, I don't know who, I don't know who wrote it. Uh, oh, I don't know who wrote it. I'm sorry. I, I Caitlin Saida, Saida. Anyways, <clears throat> it's called Hope is Not a Bird, Emily. It's a Sewer Rat. What? You know this one? No, no, no. I just loved that one line by itself. Oh. <laughs> well, it's in response to Emily Dickinson saying hope is the thing with feathers, but that's her poem. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> hope is not the thing with feathers that comes home to roost when you need it most. Hope is an ugly thing with teeth and claws and patchy fur that's seen some shit. It's what thrives in the discards and survives in the ugliest parts of our world, able to find a way to go on when nothing else can even find a way in. It's the gritty, nasty little carrier of such diseases as optimism, persistence, perseverance, and joy, transmissible as it drags its tail across your path and bites you in the ass. Hope is not some delicate, beautiful bird, Emily. It's a lowly little sewer rat that snorts pesticides like they were lines of coke and still shows up on time to work the next day, looking no worse for wear. That is a great poem. I know. I love that poem. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing that. That's a lovely poem. Damn, it really is. I feel like some of the things that we trap ourselves in are because maybe we've heard something like, for example, hope is the thing with feathers on it that will just come to you, you know? Mm -hmm. You almost think 
because it's not happening this way it's not meant for me or like because the way people say this yeah like the way this goes for everyone else or that the way they say it goes like saying high school's the best years of your life like just (laughs) random things that we say as rules for this stuff almost locks us into thinking like oh it only gets worse from here or you know happiness isn't ever going to come to me then I don't know yeah but you know sometimes you got to fight and claw Mm -hmm. (laughs) for your own happiness and that's fucking valid, baby. And we are rats. I would like to and think that we? we're all rats. <laughs> and they're they're so versatile and they do survive, don't they? Should we do the tarot card of the week? Absolutely, we shall. Oh, you're shuffling. I am shuffling because I feel like I always like start shuffling and then I'm like, it's ruin- ruining the flow of the, of the episode <laughs> because I have to shuffle for 20 minutes. Okay, what's our vibe for this week? What do we need to keep in mind? Mm. Um, it's a big week big fucking week can you hear that i didn't but okay slay (laughs) okay vibe for the passenger princesses Mm. something they need to keep in mind and remember for the week and really think about to make their lives better than they are currently okay The Empress. Oh, that's new. That's one of my favorite cards. It's giving divine feminine energy. Um, the Empress. Nurturing motherly energy and beauty. And I do feel like that's what we've been talking about, right? Is like just mm-hmm. finding that beauty and like nurturing yourself and like mothering yourself and like Mm-hmm. I don't know, creating something beautiful for yourself even if you can't see it right away. And wouldn't you say the earth is the greatest mother of them all and her energy is the most lovely to <laughs> to appreciate? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm the empress. Oh. You're the empress. We're the empress. And you listening, we're all empresses, rats. Emperor, empress rats. Empress rats. Like In a the car. rat king, but we're the empress rat. <laughs> Remember when my username was King of Rats? I do. Could mm. never forget. And then I found out what a rat king was, and I didn't know that before. Yeah. Kind of ruined yeah, it. Yeah. Kind of did. Um, anyway, thank you to our birthday pigs, Flower Turtle and Katie. Love you. Please, please, please check out our Instagram, um, ooh, Late Night Drive Pod, because mm-hmm. we are going to be sharing our new segments. And if you have any submissions, we would love for you to DM those to us. Um, we would absolutely just adore that. We're adore excited that. to start incorporating it into our thing. Our Patreon is going to have like eight bonus episodes this week. If you wanted to just pay <laughs> once and unlock that all at once, really speed run our bonus content. Really speed um, that's run that shit. Yeah. Patreon.com slash late night drive pod. Don't mm-hmm. forget the pod at the end. You can check out Ellie's Twitch. She's <laughs> doing great stuff on Twitch. Are you doing Skyrim on Twitch yet or just doing Skyrim for yourself? No, Skyrim is just for me. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, good. if you watch me play Skyrim, you'd be like, what is wrong with you? Because half the time I'm like, when I kill something, I'm like, that is rude of you when they like bite me and stuff. And I can't do that in front of people. <laughs> I think we would love that. Mm. Well, I would like to watch you play Skyrim myself. But Okay. When you come over. I think I can make that happen. <laughs> All right, my sweet friends, my passenger princesses, we love you very, very, very much more than you could possibly know. We love you. And as always, have a good day. Have a good night, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Hope it's a great one. We will catch you on our next drive. Thank you for coming to Late Night Drive. We hope you enjoyed the drive. (laughs) Wow, that was, I mean, amazing. Yeah. That really was. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-N-D.